Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am your certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, personal development, navigating life in your 20s, and pretty much everything else in between. So listen, can we chat for a sec before we get into the bread and butter of today's episode? Can we do a little chit chat, a little heart to heart? Because girl, it's been a lot. There's been a lot going on and I just feel like I need to connect with you guys one-on-one on a personal level before we get into today's topic, which by the way, I'm really excited for. But before we get into all that, I just need to, I need to level with you guys because like I said, it's been a lot and it's been a rough ride so far into the new year. If you listen to my very first episode of 2024, it was my ins and outs of 2024. I mentioned how I started the year off sick and in my last podcast episode, I felt that I was getting better and I thought that the worst had passed, but joke was on me. The worst was yet to come. And right after I recorded that episode, I actually, um, ended up feeling more sick. I don't know what was wrong with me. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't a cold. It wasn't a flu, but it was something. It took me out for nearly three weeks. That's the longest I've ever been sick. And not even just like being sick, but getting over being sick and kind of finding momentum again and trying to find the motivation to get back on track, get back into a routine, get back into a creative flow. That in itself was also a struggle these last few weeks. So pretty much this whole month of January has been really, really rough, which is not at all how I intended on starting the new year. I started 2024 with a very clear mindset, a clear focus of what I need to do, what I want to accomplish, my goals, my action steps, and I was ready to basically hit the ground running, but little did I know that would not be the way that I would start the year. And this past week, I would say is the first time I finally, finally started to feel better again, to feel like myself again. And now we are definitely back into the swing of things. We're getting back into our routine. We're getting back to our healthy habits. We're doing the things that we need to do. Even though this year didn't start out as intended or on the best foot, I'm definitely not letting that take me off course or deter me in any way. I, in fact, feel so much better and better than ever. And I feel just so much more optimistic. I feel rejuvenated. I feel refreshed. I really allowed myself to surrender and just completely let go of my expectations of what I thought it was going to be. Forcing myself to surrender and to let go was definitely a challenge to say the least, but in a weird way, not to sound too like out there, while I was sick, I also felt that on a spiritual level, on an emotional level, I was also purging. I feel like these last few weeks, I released so much energetically. And now that I am feeling better, I honestly feel so much lighter. I feel happier. I feel optimistic. And I just feel rejuvenated and refreshed. And in my time of 
resting and being away. I've also been making some changes in my life that have really been transforming my life in the best way and has made my life so much better. And that's actually what I want to talk about in today's episode. Some changes that I've made that have made my life better. And when I say better, I don't mean it's made my life more productive or more efficient or anything like that. When I say better, I mean happier, more grounded, grateful, more optimistic, just more at peace. That is what I mean. I am so excited to finally be back and actually mean it. I definitely jumped the gun thinking that I was better off than I actually was, but now I really mean I am back and I am better and I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back creating, connecting, building this community and I feel like this is my new year's start. We're starting over in February. If you did not have the best start to the new year as well, let this be your reminder that you can choose to start over any given moment at any time. And just because things have been going a certain way doesn't mean it will stay that way forever. And you have the ability to respond to the things that happen to you and you can either choose to resist those things or you can choose to flow with those things. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So now that I'm on this health reset kick, I've been feeling so inspired to make healthier changes in my life. To me, being healthy is about balance and supporting my overall well-being in small and big ways, whether it's from the skincare that I use to the ingredients I use to cook some of my favorite meals. A company I've been using recently, which has made my lifestyle goals so much more attainable, has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market has become my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. When I order from Thrive Market, I don't have to worry about the ingredients because i know i'm getting the best of the best if you didn't know thrive market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods and they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories and you can even use their on-site filter to suit your lifestyle needs whether you're looking for let's say organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials you can essentially curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks when i shop on there i usually prefer all organic things and And as a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order on average up to 30% each time. They even have a deals page that changes daily and they always have some of my favorite brands on there. In my most recent order, I ordered from brands like Derma E and Recess. And when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. If you want to join in on the savings with Thrive Market today, all you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash J-S-H-A, and you can save 30% off your first order plus free $60 gift. That's Thrive Market, T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash J-S-H-A for 30% off your first order and a free $60 gift. Thank you to Thrive Market for sponsoring today's episode. Okay, I really quickly want to get into my obsessions from the last few weeks. I have not been able to do it 
in my last two episodes, so I want to do it now. But my first obsession from the last few weeks have been one, being offline. So because my job has to do with social media, creating content, posting emails, and because I am a one-woman show, I am rarely ever, ever offline, whether it's for work or personal things. And I don't think we realize how much being online affects our mood and our overall well-being until we take a hard break from it and don't get me wrong i love creating i love my job my job is such a privilege and i will never complain about it but it also felt so good to just be fully present and not have to worry about anything else other than what i'm doing in the present moment and it felt very peaceful as well to not be so bombarded with so many ideas and thoughts and opinions and just reconnect back with myself it's important to disconnect in order to reconnect with yourself and this time away highlighted this for me and showed me how much i can benefit just from stepping away for a few days or a week and my Next obsession has been workout classes. So it feels so good to be back in the studio, my Pilates studio, and just being around other people, soaking in the vibes, the good energy. I obviously haven't been to the studio. I actually haven't been to my Pilates studio since... I want to say like October of last year and then I went in like once or twice this month before I got sick and then obviously I I didn't go while I was sick but this last week I started my classes back up and it just felt so good to be back in class. It just feels so good to like get ready, get out of the house, be in a beautiful studio, be around amazing instructors and the vibes are always great and I really have been enjoying adding my workout classes back into my routine. And speaking of workout routines, I really, really love my current like workout routine that I have. My current workout regimen has been two to three days of strength training, two days of Pilates, and walking eight to 10K steps daily. I have finally found a good well-rounded routine that works for me that's realistic for me and yeah so these are my obsessions from the last few weeks now i want to get into the changes that i've made in my life that have drastically improved my life and like i mentioned in the beginning of this episode when i say improved i'm not talking about i'm so much more productive i'm so much more efficient I mean that I feel happier, I feel more well-rounded as a person, I feel more at peace, I feel grounded, I feel optimistic, I wake up feeling grateful, and these are the things that have resulted in me feeling this way. And the first thing that I've been doing that has drastically improved my life has been having plans to look forward to. I really think that anticipating plans and having something to look forward to is such a powerful feeling and I remember how excited I would feel days leading up to a trip or a special event and I want to constantly recreate that feeling in my own life and if you've been dealing with like the winter blues this season I think that having plans to look forward to is a great way to slowly get yourself out of the winter blues and get you excited for life again 
And I actually found an article online that says research has shown that planning or looking forward to something can make you feel happier than actually going to that thing or experiencing that thing. And just knowing that you have something to look forward to can give you that extra little boost of excitement or just like the willingness to keep going because you know you have something great to look forward to. And for me, when it comes to having plans or having things to look forward to, there's different levels and there's different ways that we can do this. So I kind of have broken it down from a daily life perspective to weekly to monthly to yearly. So Things that I look forward to on a daily basis are my morning coffee or my afternoon walk or my evening routine or the days that I go to a Pilates class. On a weekly basis, I look forward to things like my Sunday coffee dates with my boyfriend or my Friday self-care night routine or um, on a monthly basis having a girl's day with my girlfriends having a dinner date my beauty maintenance appointments or having a solo date from a yearly perspective the things that I look forward to are booking a trip going back home things like that and I think this tip is really what has helped me to regain my motivation and my inspiration for life after the last few weeks of just going through it and being in a funk. I intentionally have made plans for like the next few weeks and even up until March, April time, I have trips booked, I have dinner dates booked, I have a girl's brunch booked, I have a trip back home booked. I am like being intentional about having things to look forward to in my life and saying yes more often to things. That is actually one of my goals for this year is to say yes to more spontaneous things without thinking too much about them. That's not something that comes naturally to me. I'm very much a thinker, a planner, but I think sometimes it's important to not have everything planned out and to just say yes when the opportunity arises. If it's something that excites you or feels aligned, so that's something that I've been doing more in my life and it really has made such a difference and now that I have like all these plans for the next few weeks and months, I just feel so excited like every week knowing that I have something to look forward to and it just, it makes life feel exciting and just the anticipation of it all is a great distractor as well, which I think sometimes is necessary to have like healthy, good distractions in your life. So Tip number one that has made my life so much better is having plans to look forward to. My next habit or thing on my list has been not stressing about the little things. I am very much type A and if you're like me and identify as a type A person, you understand the constant struggle of wanting to know everything that's going on, have all the answers, maintain an organized and clean space, or the desire to have things done a certain way at a certain time, and the urge to check everything off your to-do list and feeling like a failure if you don't. And don't get me wrong, I think that being an organized person, an overachiever, or being someone who has a set routine is a positive thing. I think Type A people are 
the reliable people and they are the people that get things done and that's something that is needed in this world however as a type a person one thing that i've always struggled with is constantly stressing about the little things whether it's having a messy apartment or having to meet a certain deadline and how my constant worry of the little things tends to sabotage whatever it is that I'm trying to enjoy and do and this realization made me want to actively work on letting go of stressing about the little things and focus more on enjoying the present moment and enjoying whatever is happening now and not worry so much about the other things so for instance i have a friday reset routine where i like to clean and organize my home to fully be able to enjoy my weekend however there are times like this last week where i couldn't do my friday reset routine and that week in particular was a very busy week and my apartment was messier than normal although i did not get to my friday reset routine like i normally do i consciously chose not to let that bother me because i already had previous plans to go out to go shopping have lunch and just like enjoy the day out with my boyfriend because that week in particular was a very busy week for the both of us and we didn't really get to spend that quality time so you know we made a date to go out and enjoy the day saturday and even though every inch of my body and my soul wanted to stay home and just clean, I made the decision to still go out and enjoy myself while I was out. And that was a really big thing for me because old me would have gone out and been thinking like, I could be home now, I have so much to do, I have to clean this, I have to empty the dishwasher, I have to start the laundry, I have to go grocery shopping, and that would have ruined my day out. But instead, I thoroughly enjoyed my day, and I knew the apartment would get taken care of eventually, and of course it did. And I just have to say that by not allowing the little things to stress me out as much, my life has felt so much better, has improved so much more, and I feel less stressed out. I feel more joy in my daily life. And the third thing that has drastically improved my life has been romanticizing my alone time. I have a more in-depth episode where I talk about the importance of embracing your solitude. I did this episode sometime last year if you want a more in-depth episode, but I find myself in a season where I am prioritizing my solitude right now and I've been spending more time alone just being in my own world and I think that is what I need right now in this current season of my life and I think whether you're in a relationship single married kids no kids I think spending time alone is so important and if you ask me it is such a flex to be able to truly enjoy your own company and to love being with yourself because not many people can handle being alone, being with themselves, and that's a conversation for another day, but it's such a flex to be able to enjoy being alone and being with yourself, and I think that when you are alone, you that is when you really get to nurture learn and connect with yourself in a way that's not 
always possible when you're around other people. So I've been really trying to be more intentional about my alone time and romanticizing my alone time, whether I'm having a self-care night or I'm going to a coffee shop or taking myself on a solo date, which is something that I want to do more of in 2024, is taking myself out of the house and spending time alone out of the house having solo dates i used to do this more often when i lived back home but for some reason ever since i moved to arizona i haven't been doing as many solo dates out and i'm actually taking myself on a solo date this week we are getting our nails done we're gonna have some lunch we're gonna go shopping and we're going to enjoy the afternoon by ourselves and I'm so excited for it. I'm going to get dressed up and really enjoy my alone time. Before we continue on with today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor, Care Of. They're not just a sponsor, they are a part of my journey to being my best self. We all know life gets busy, right? Between work, family, and everything else, it's easy to forget about taking care of ourselves. But with Care Of, self-care and wellness becomes a seamless part of your routine. So if you haven't heard of Care Of, they are a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements and powders conveniently to your door every single month and what's really unique about care of is they offer a curated set of products based on your needs so what i get in my monthly subscription will be completely different than yours which makes sense because we are all different and in order to get your curated set of vitamins and products all you have to do is take a short simple online quiz about your lifestyle your health goals concerns and care of will give you doctor backed recommendations my experience with care of has been so amazing so far i first of all really loved taking the quiz and i appreciated how detailed they were in asking about my lifestyle my goals one of my favorite vitamins that they have me taking is the omega-3 fish oil i already knew i wasn't consuming enough omega-3s and when i got recommended that i was like yep that checks out but if you're interested in trying out care of for yourself all you have to do is go to takecareof.com and enter code jshaw50 for 50 percent off your first month subscription that's take careof.com and enter promo code jshah50 thank you to care of for sponsoring today's episode okay the next thing that i've been doing that has drastically improved my life has been rediscovering myself so i am currently rediscovering parts of myself that i've feel i've lost over the years old hobbies that i used to really enjoy and for some reason stopped doing and i'm doing things that make me happy one of the things that i used to enjoy doing and i loved especially before the pandemic was makeup skincare getting ready getting put together feeling my best and all that stuff if you know you know and of course things kind of shifted and i stopped caring about those things after the pandemic because it didn't feel as important and It didn't feel like there was a need for those things because we were at home and like, why am I going to spend my money on, on expensive makeup and skincare when I'm literally stuck at home? And I think 
somewhere along the way i got comfortable with not really putting as much effort into my hobbies because i was focused on other things like my mental health my mindset i started focusing more on like my wellness and those things are also important but i'm rediscovering my love for my other hobbies of makeup and skincare and beauty things finding so much joy in these things once again and it's so nice to almost feel like i'm kind of getting my sparkle back in a way and i have a hobby that is not necessarily personal growth or productivity related i think sometimes in life when we go through life changing altering things whether it's a pandemic or maybe you entered a new season in your life maybe you became a parent for the first time or you started a new career or whatever the case is sometimes we get caught up in other things whether it's just life responsibilities relationships and we neglect parts of ourselves that bring us joy and happiness and i think it's important to make time for those things So the next thing that has been super transformative in my life, and I think this one has made the biggest impact and improvement in my life, and it's been releasing expectations of myself and who I think I should be. So I think there's a difference between becoming the best version of your authentic self and the best version of what you think your best self is. So when I used to envision my best self, I envisioned a woman who wakes up at 5 a.m. every day, who does a super strict morning routine, does her workout, does all the things, has a super productive work day. But when I really thought about it and really questioned where did this version come from? Where did these ideas of what my best version is come from? And is this really what I want? Is this really who I want to be? And when I really thought about it, the answer was no. I actually don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. I don't want to have a busy start to my day. I don't want to hit the ground running. That's actually the complete opposite of what I want. I think for me, the reason why I envisioned myself to be a certain way is because of the identity I had around what a successful person is. In my mind, a successful person is someone who wakes up super early, who has a jam-packed to-do list, who has little to no free time, and they get the things done in a day. And I did try to live that life for a while, And honestly, I was miserable. I was miserable trying to sustain a lifestyle that I actually don't enjoy. And I think for me, I had kind of like black and white thinking. And I thought, if I don't operate in this way, then I'm not a successful person. I just had to let go of the idea of what a successful person is and redefine what success looks like to me and be okay with my version of success and allowing myself to show up how I want and know that that is enough. So 
A long story short is I am no longer a 5 a.m. girly, you guys. I am no longer a 5 a.m. girl. Don't get me wrong. It did feel good to like wake up early and to kind of have a head start to the day. But around like mid-afternoon, I would crash and, and I would find myself trying to rely on caffeine to get to keep me going. I would feel so sluggish in the afternoon and, you know, my work would suffer because I wasn't feeling like my best self. And then I would feel so hard on myself because I wasn't feeling like my best self. And so I realized that there was a pattern of I would start my day really, really, really high. And then by the end of the evening, I would completely crash and disregard everything else that I wanted to accomplish, like my evening routine. And so once I realized, okay, I actually don't want to be a 5 a.m. girl and I don't need to be a 5 a.m. girl either. Like I, I understand people who wake up at 5 a.m. and because they have like a nine to five or maybe they're a parent and it's the only time that they have to be able to dedicate to themselves before they get on with their day. And I totally understand why someone would want to wake up at that time for those reasons or maybe they're just naturally 5 a.m. people and that's totally okay but I was forcing myself to be something that I didn't need to be because I do work for myself and I work from home I have pretty much all the time in the world to do the things that I need to do instead of forcing myself to wake up at a time that doesn't feel good to me I decided to let go of that identity and those expectations of who my best self is and I've decided to go back to allowing myself to just wake up when my body wakes up naturally which I have found recently has been like 7, 7.30. When the summertime comes, I do wake up a little bit earlier just because the sun comes out earlier so I've noticed that my body naturally wakes up with the sun and what I've found in releasing this this expectation of who I should be what time I should wake up how I should live my life I find that I am living more in flow of who I am naturally and I feel more aligned throughout my day by allowing myself to wake up naturally which is let's just say 7 a.m one I wake up feeling refreshed I wake up feeling ready and excited to take on the day. I feel more optimistic and positive. And when I wake up, I don't rush into my day. I don't jump out of bed like getting straight into a workout. I allow myself to kind of ease into the day. I'll have some breakfast. I'll do my journaling, freshen up. I'll do things around the apartment and I just like take my time and I ease into the day and everything just... I feel like I'm operating at my optimal level throughout the entire day because I am operating in a way that serves me and in a way that feels good to me versus forcing myself to be something that I am not. And what I've also realized is even though I might wake up two hours later, I'm still getting the same amount of work done in a day. I'm still being productive. I'm still accomplishing all my goals and completing all my 
habits. And I've noticed that I'm doing all of these things with more ease, flow, and it's actually easier for me to show up and do the things that I need to do because I'm doing it in such an aligned way. And there's no burnout. There's no crash at the end of the day or in the middle of the afternoon. I feel good throughout the entire day. And I know that this isn't maybe something that's realistic to most people, especially if you have um, like an office job or a set schedule or school. And I totally, totally get that. I'm not saying that you need to do this in order to improve your life. That's not my point in sharing this at all. I know that we all have different circumstances and things like that. My point in this and sharing this is that by releasing the expectations of who I think I should be and honoring who I really am, I feel like my best self. It's so freeing to not be subscribed to the ideas of what social media says I should be doing, how I should be living my life, when I should be waking up, what workouts I should be doing, how productive I need to be, and create my own ideas for myself that feel good. Start questioning the identity or the expectations that you've placed on yourself are those things really something that you want to implement and you want to become or are they things that you think you should want and you think that you need to become because you might find that if it's something that you think you should want you might become that person and realize oh wait a minute this is not who i want to be this is not what feels good to me at all. And that's exactly what happened to me once I kind of started my 5 a.m. morning routine once again. It felt cool for like the first few weeks that I was doing it. And then as I continued on, I realized like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good in my body. I don't feel good at the end of the day. I don't, I feel burnt out every single day. Is this really how I want to live my life? Just to say that I wake up at 5 a.m. Focus more so on how you want to feel each day and what you need to do in order to feel that way. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel like I'm being productive, but in a way that isn't draining me. I don't want to feel drained at the end of every day. I want to feel like I'm kind of flowing throughout my day and I want to feel balanced as well. So I want a good balance between like my personal development self, my health and wellness, my social life, my lifestyle. I want there to be a good balance. I don't want one area of my life to overpower most of my schedule. I'll look at my schedule and make sure that I'm planning things out throughout the week that cater to my different needs. And I focus more on how I want to feel, like I said, which is to feel in flow, to feel like I'm in tune with my body, with my mind, to make sure that I'm living a soft life. And to me, living a soft life is being able to have quiet mornings, being able to listen to my body and just feeling good and connected with with myself. Okay, I feel like this episode is getting so long, but you guys did say that you wanted longer episodes for me, so... 
So the next thing that has really improved my life drastically is something that I've been doing for many, many years, but it's something that I was reminded of recently and I had to stand 10 toes down with, and it's been allowing my intuition to guide me in life. And we can hope and we can plan our lives as much as we'd like, but we never really know where life will take us. And I know sometimes when we're faced with decisions in life that can have a huge impact on the direction of our lives, whether it's like accepting a job offer in a new city, moving to a different state, ending a relationship or a friendship, choosing to start over It can be difficult to know what choice to make and a few weeks ago I posted on my Instagram stories how I believe the decisions we make in life no matter how small or how big have the ability to change the course of our lives and because of this belief I struggle with the fear of making the wrong move or the fear of regrets or the fear of what if and I shared a journal prompt with you guys of what helps me make the right decision when I say right decision I mean making decisions from my intuition and I want to share the journal prompt with you guys and the journal prompt is if I knew with full certainty I was being divinely guided and supported which choice would I make what would be an immediate yes or an immediate no? What would I do? What would I say? And when I ask myself these questions when I'm faced with a decision, the answer becomes so obvious. And I think the reason why we make it more difficult than it is, is because we think about fears, our anxieties, our worries, and we let that cloud our judgment and our intuition. But when we make the effort in tuning in with our intuition and what we really want if we had full faith and full certainty that everything would work out, we get very clear on what that answer is and what the decision is. And every single time I've made a decision in my life, whether it was moving to a new state or choosing to pivot from coaching to doing content, choosing to end a friendship, choosing to leave a job, every single time I made a decision, it was from my intuition. Did I always know if everything was going to work out? No. Did I always know what would happen next? No. But was following my intuition always the correct move? Absolutely yes. My intuition has never ever, not once in my life, steered me wrong. Ever. Does that mean that every decision that I made based on my intuition was easy? No. Does that mean I didn't experience struggles or obstacles? No. But even in the midst of a challenging situation or an obstacle, I never once felt like the decision that I made was incorrect. It just felt like, okay, this is the decision that I made and I need to stand 10 toes down with it and I need to overcome whatever obstacles may come my way because I know that this is the path that I meant to go on. The places that you could go by simply listening to your intuition and allowing your intuition to guide you can also be life-changing and some of the most beautiful unexpected experiences that you've ever had. So one of my new year's resolutions is to go on a daily walk every single day and so far I have been doing really well with it if I do say so myself and another one of my new year's resolutions is to get clearer 
healthy skin in 2024. And that's why I'm so excited to be partnering with Apostrophe once again. Whether you're dealing with hormonal acne, breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe's mission is to empower you and help you feel confident and comfortable in your own skin. If you haven't heard of Apostrophe, they are an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. All you have to do is simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals, your medical history, you snap a few selfies, and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. Apostrophe also offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne from hormonal acne, facial acne, back and chest acne. They treat breakouts from head to toe. My current skincare goals are to focus on improving my skin texture and fade my dark spots and Apostrophe's customized treatment plan has been helping me so, so much in achieving my goal. We even have a special deal for our audience. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash jshaw when you use our promo code jshaw that's a savings of 15 dollars again to get started just go to apostrophe that's a-p-o-s-t-r-o-p-h-e dot com slash jshaw j-s-h-a-h and click get started then use our promo code jshaw to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only five dollars thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode So the next thing that I've been doing that has truly transformed my life and improved my life has been taking intentional breaks, being on DND and not feeling guilty about it. So I kind of talked about this in my obsessions of the week and how I've been offline more and the last few weeks I've really been forced to take a break, take care of myself and just prioritize myself and not feeling selfish for choosing myself. So lately I've been in this mindset that I don't have to be available to anyone all the time. I don't have to respond right away. I don't have to answer every phone call or every text. I don't have to reply to every email right away. I don't I don't have to be available to anyone and it's okay to choose myself. It's okay to take a break when I need it. And ever, ever since I've adopted this mindset, I've felt so much more at peace. And I know that we have work and obligations and things like that, but I do think that we can still set certain boundaries in place that support us. So some changes that I've made in my life that have helped me to be more intentional with prioritizing myself and not being so available to people all the time is one, I have completely turned off my email notifications on my phone and on my computer because what I found is that every time I got an email notification just by habit I would want to respond to that email and I realized that I was checking my emails constantly throughout the day and it was distracting me from whatever it was that I was doing and I was constantly like going from one task to another and it was just very distracting and I don't know when I know that an email is in my inbox I just feel like I need to respond to it right then and there especially if it's like a work email so instead I have turned off my email notifications and the only way I know I have an email is if I open my email app And I've noticed that I've been checking my email app 
way less frequently. Of course, I check it throughout the day, like in the morning, the afternoon, and like right before I'm done with work for the day. It, this has helped so, so much in setting boundaries for myself around work. Another thing that I've been doing, of course, is not feeling the need to be available for everyone, especially if I'm not in the right mind space to be there for someone of course it's so important to show up for your family for your friends and things like that but i do think that you can only show up for others when you have poured into yourself and there are some days when i barely have anything left at the end of the day and i cannot give any more so i've been learning to say no I can't help you with this. No, I can't talk right now. No, I'm not really available to have this conversation. And I've been saying it more openly and more freely without guilt. Okay, the next thing that I've been doing that has really, really improved my life has been having an asking versus assuming approach to life. So I would consider myself a very direct communicator, at least I would like to think. I'm the type of person, if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to tell you. If I have a question about something or if I'm uncertain, I'm going to ask it. I am not one to assume things. Like i rather just ask you straight up and just know. And I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves is people who assume things without asking. I think assuming is a sure way to cause so much unnecessary stress and worry in your life. How many times have you assumed, let's say a friend was mad at you when in reality they were just really busy that week and didn't get a chance to talk to you as much as they normally do? Or how many times have you assumed someone didn't like you when in reality, that wasn't the case. Like, I definitely used to be someone who would assume things and would take it as my truth and as reality when in fact, I had no no facts to back my assumptions. So the next time you start assuming something about someone or something in your life, stop yourself from assuming and just ask. The worst case scenario is that your assumptions are right and the best case scenario is that your assumptions are wrong and it's something else that you're not even aware of. Okay, and the last thing that has transformed my life, that has drastically improved my life for the better, which is something that I've talked about before, but I'm including it in this episode because I think it's that important to share again, but it's falling in love with your current season. So I've talked about learning to enjoy the process and falling in love with every season in your life before, but until recently, I don't think it really sunk in with me the way it has now. I can truly, without a doubt, say I love this season of my life. I love all of the things that I'm experiencing. I love all of the things that I get to enjoy right now, the things that I'm growing from, learning from how I'm improving, the situation, the circumstances that are in my life right now, I love every bit of it, even if it's not what I want forever. And when a difficult situation happens in my life, because I'm so in love with the current season of my life, I'm eager to find what the lesson is in it and how it can help me 
in the future. And when I do find myself rushing or wanting the next thing, I look at what I currently have and I know that this is temporary so that allows me to be able to appreciate it while it's here. So for my current apartment that I'm in, for example, it's definitely not in a a place that I want to be at forever, but knowing that I won't be here forever allows me to focus on what it is about my current space that I love and that I know I will miss once I'm no longer here. So right now I'm sitting in my living room. It's currently 5.34 p.m., which means the sun is setting and the way the light is shining in my apartment right now is so beautiful, you guys. It is like golden hour right now. I have west-facing windows, so I get the view of the sunset and the light shines in my apartment and I get the golden lighting in my apartment. I have right now the view of the mountains and the way that the mountains look during this time of day is just so beautiful. The sunsets that we get from this apartment view is stunning. There aren't any buildings around my apartment, so I get like a clear crystal view of the sky and the beautiful sunsets. I look at my space and just how beautifully we've created our space and knowing that although I want more for myself, I know that there are going to be certain things about this space that I will miss and I don't want to look back at this season of my life and wish that I would have appreciated it more and wish that I wouldn't have taken it for granted. Even if you're in a season that It's not your most favorable season or a season you would prefer to be in. I challenge you to look at what it is that you can be grateful for in that season. And when you shift your mindset to focus on the good, you really, really begin to fall in love with the current season of your life and you're less focused on rushing and forcing the next season in your life. And As a society, we're always chasing the next thing, the next chapter, the next phase, the next goal. And when you're constantly chasing the next thing, you never really feel content or happy. I can truly say that falling in love with this season of my life, with all of its challenges, with all of its obstacles, and the good, and the blessings, has transformed my life. Truly. I feel happy. I feel at peace. I feel like there is no rush. I am exactly where I'm meant to be and I'm enjoying where I am right now. And when the time comes for change and to enter a new season, then that time will come and I know that I will be ready for that next season in my life. But for now, I'm I'm I just feel so at peace with where I'm at and I'd actually I don't know if I've ever felt this way in my life to be completely honest every season of my life that I look back on 
I remember wanting the next thing and rushing into the next season, never truly enjoying where I was at in my life because I was constantly focusing on the next thing. And I don't want to continue living my life that way. I don't want to look back at my life and realize that I never really enjoyed any of the things that I was experiencing because I was so focused on the next thing. And now that I've really shifted my perspective, I'm just like, I wake up, I look around me and I'm like, wow, life is beautiful. Today is a great day. I can't wait to experience whatever I meant to experience today. And with that being said, that concludes the changes that I've made in my life that have truly transformed my life for the better. We are an hour and a half into recording, so I am all talked out. Okay, so to end off this episode, I just want to really emphasize a few things because once this episode is done, I probably won't ever talk about this again because I want to just move on. But like I said, the beginning of this year was really rough. It was difficult, but I do think that time was so necessary in order for me to come out of it the way that I have and be where I'm at right now. I will say before I got sick, I felt like I had this black cloud over me that was causing me to lose sight of my blessings. I didn't have motivation. I didn't have inspiration in life. I felt stuck. I felt stagnant. I just felt so trapped with where I was. I didn't really know what to do. And when I got sick, like I said, I felt like I was also emotionally and spiritually purging what no longer served me. And now that I've come out of it, I feel like that black cloud that was hanging over my head is gone. And I just, I feel like I see the light now and I feel so just optimistic. And I look at life with so much more gratitude than I did, you know, a few months ago. And I just feel so much joy in my life now and the changes that I've made that I talked about in this episode have improved my life so much just in these last few weeks. And I was really deep in a funk, you guys. Like I was really going through it and and just making these small adjustments in my life really helped me get out of that. And so my hopes with this episode is that it helps you in the same way if you're going through the winter blues if you're currently in a funk or if you're just looking for ways to like feel re-inspired with life because sometimes we go through seasons where we get ourselves in a rut and we just need to make small adjustments to feel alive again to feel inspired with life again and that's kind of where I am right now I feel so inspired and like I have a fresh new set of eyes, a fresh new perspective, and I'm ready to just walk through life with this perspective that I have now. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a bit of a longer one, but we had some things to talk about. As a final reminder, be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episodes. The links to everything will be in the show notes. And if you want to check out my Instagram, my YouTube channel, my TikTok, everything will also be linked in the show notes as well if you want to keep up with me on any of those platforms. But that is all I have to say for today's episode. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.